welcome to season two of It's All Up From Here, helping you bring the joy back to family. You're with Shona Smith and Pia Jane Biker. Welcome to this week's episode. You so want to sing, don't you? Right I, do, now. I know. I was just about to say, I don't know why I'm doing this in a sing song voice, but I do lots of things in a sing song voice. Yes. And if you could, you would probably do the entire episode in a sing-song <laughs> musical. We went away at Christmas and my sister said something about how I hum all the time. Sometimes it doesn't bother her. Sometimes it drives her nuts. And she said the next day her husband came up to her, my brother-in-law and said, you're right, she does hum a lot, doesn't she? <laughs> and I just, I don't even know I'm doing it. Wow. Mm. I like singing. Yeah. Right. As you all heard in, yes. you know, our <laughs> season two update. Yeah. People are still getting over that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I am anyway. They've, they've either tuned in or they've tuned way out. <laughs> they like, either got us loads of polarising or none. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, funny. So, um, are you introducing the? We I know we just had a discussion about it. Who's introducing <laughs> I the said topic? You were. Oh, I am. Yeah. This week we're talking about family culture. I'm. It's going to be great. Yeah, family culture is interesting. Yeah. So what we're going to talk about is family, how you grow up in a family and we've got the terms all worked out, haven't we? Are you going to talk about the terms for the different families? Oh, yes. Yes, you're going to do that. Okay, well, I won't do that. So um, it's just interesting about how you grow up in a family, there's a certain culture and then what we're going to talk about is then you meet and you marry someone or you partner up with someone, their family has a different culture and then how all that impacts you Mm. creating a new culture with your own family and just some of the things that can go on and... Yeah, and how how it shapes us as people and... Yes, um, Before we go into our awesome topic, I wanted to um, discuss a little bit the aftermath of uploading our last uh, episode, oh, which boundaries. was all about setting boundaries. Yes. And in that, um, after I listened to it again and I was like, oh, that's so interesting. How Well, one, I've noticed how I create metaphors a lot. Yes, I never noticed that. <laughs> no, I didn't notice that until I started re-listening. So yes. obviously that's that sort of visual storytelling. Yes. And I do that all the time because I'm always, you yes. know, in that kind of writing head of how, and I'm visual, so I like coming up with ways so that whole concept of setting boundaries as this cocoon of safety and I was pondering that and then um, I think it was yesterday uh, someone posted something on Facebook that was the this kind of diagram of um, your comfort zone and how the comfort zone you know is this circle of you know that's what you like to be safe and whatnot and then it extends to you've got your fear zone your learning zone your growth zone and then all the elements within that and then I was thinking, I feel like there's definitely some sort of connection or correlation between your concept of setting boundaries as this cocoon yes. and your uh, comfort zone. And so I'm kind Absolutely. of, yeah, and, I'm, and I feel like I haven't quite fleshed that out yet because, mm. you know, there's this whole thing of not wanting to, people tend to linger a lot in their comfort zone. Um, so it's not quite, you know. Oh, we love our comfort zones. Yeah. Yes. And I'm wondering, is it, is is there a connection to your boundaries as well? Is it not the same thing? I don't know. There's definitely mm. something and I'm actually looking forward to exploring that further. Mm. And I put something on Facebook about it and I've, I've had lots of people um, coming up with their 
you know, ideas and their how thoughts they, on yeah, it. their thoughts ah, and I haven't looked at Facebook, so I haven't seen it. Well, get on there and you'll I it. know. <laughs> I'm a bit haphazard with the Facebook. <laughs> the Facebook? I sound like an old <laughs> lady. The <laughs> face the the internet, the YouTube, yeah. the Netflix. <laughs> so, um, aside from that, yeah, mm. family culture. I thought I'd, you know, figure out what is culture for a start. Let's just define it or unpack it a bit so that yep. we're all on the same page. Um yeah, I define culture as having like a set of values, um, but it also involves your heritage, so family stories and history, uh, even language uh, is part of culture. Yeah, absolutely. Traditions, your traditions, food you eat, the food you eat, exactly. Yes. So all things like that, traditions, and then obviously religion as well. So mm. in this sense, family culture encompasses that within your family. Yes, and then um, the terms as well, because oh. Can I just add also hobbies and sports and things like that yep. very much can form the culture of a family. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Did yeah. you say so that? So activities and… Yes, activities. Did you say that? No, I didn't say activities. Oh, okay, so great. Oh, I've added something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then also because our podcast is now focused on family… Yes. Um, I thought it was important that we help define the different families because when you say family, it's pretty broad. It is. so, And um, we mean it broadly. Yeah, we do mean it broadly. Mm. So to differentiate when we're talking about, you know, which part of the family, mm. um, the terms that I've used in the past two are original family. So that would be who you grew up with. Yes. That's your mum and dad, your siblings. Yes. Or the people that were your carers and nurturers yes, exactly. when you were growing up. That's right. Yes. Immediate family is the family that you have now. Yes. So the family that you're in now. So yes. if you're the mum, you know, then yep. you've got your child and your partner or whatever. Yes. Or again, could it be if you live with friends and they're your family. Yep. You see them as your family. Yep. Whoever you're living with. Yes, your a, current a, living situation. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. And then extended family. Is everyone else. Everyone else. So, that's aunts, uncles, cousins. Grandparents. Grandparents. Okay. That's extended family. Okay. So, original family, the one you grew up with. Yeah. Immediate family, who you, where you are now. Yes. And then extended. I, I like know, I that. felt like that was helpful. That makes it clear. <laughs> yes, because otherwise we'll be tripping over ourselves that's working right. out what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So Good job. Yeah, thanks. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so let's get on with it. Let's get stuck in. Well, what do you want to say? Oh, am I talking first? Yeah, so um, you were going to talk about what – well, maybe we could talk about what our original family kind <gasps> yes. of culture was. Of course, yes. Okay, so I th- I'd say we had quite a strong family culture. Um, I guess ev- I guess everybody would say that, would they? Yeah, I, I feel know. everybody does. Yes. Because it, it yeah. makes such an impact on your life. Absolutely. Mm. It forms who you are. Yeah. It forms no matter your family what your situation culture. is. Yeah. yeah, your family culture forms who you are. So our family culture was very much based around, I would say the two big things were family was very important, spending time with family, certainly with our origin family. Sport was big and religion was big. They were the three uh, things that were very prominent when I was growing up. So our upbringing was very much about, there was always this focus on um, giving back to the community, giving back to people, helping people, um, 
And the other big focus was working on yourself to be as whole as you can be. Don't My parents never sat us down and said, you have to work on yourself yeah. to be as whole as you can be. So like that's the other – this stuff is often subtly So everything presented. you said is more like in reflection, right? So when you've looked back on us talking about what was yes. your family culture, you've gone, oh, yep, these were the factors that were kind of like – weaved throughout yes the everyday or yes. the, you know and the, the other rhythm. big thing which was a family value really was that uh, relationships come first people come first things don't matter material things don't matter if you've got them that's lovely and it's not bad to have them but the most important thing is your relationships and also your relationship with yourself and your relationship with god I mean, these days I would probably say, you know, my spirituality or my relationship with the universe or whatever, you know, to make it a bit more user-friendly. Inclusive. Yes. <laughs> all those things. All those good things. Yeah. So, that was um, that was my family culture. What was interesting was that's how we grew up. But then when I turned uh, kind of late 20s, um, it was the same for my sister and my brother as well, we actually all moved away from religion mum and dad still went to church but the rest of us totally stopped and it was a very interesting period of time in our family because it had been the backbone of everything that we had done it was what we talked about it was what we did we all went to church together we um, associated with people from church together. We had friends that we hung out with together. And I have to say it was a lovely way to grow up. It was very nurturing. You felt very protected. You were part of something which gave you a sense of identity and, and um, yeah, con- connection. Um, I don't have any kind of – look, you know, it had its unusual bits as well, but the good far outweighed any – you know, strange bits. Um, so, yeah, it was quite a big thing to uh, for us kids to my, – my brother and sister and I – to pull away from that and we had to redefine our family culture all over again, which we managed to do. Um, but I remember being scared. I remember being – I remember thinking I've got to tell my parents that I, I'm not going to church anymore. I don't believe some of the stuff anymore. And I remember I was just – I was shaking and I had like a lump in my throat. I was so – because it was so much a part of who we were. Were you worried about their reaction? Or? Yes. Yes, I was worried about their reaction. Although I also knew that relationship was – relationships came first. It was like this was the ultimate test <laughs> – of that value mm. and kudos to mum and dad. They were, of course, they were, they were a little upset. It took them a little while to get over it but they hid most of that from us, I think. Um, and certainly they were, uh, it was fine and now it's totally fine and we've just replaced church with other things. We just kind of hang out together. We have these fun traditions that we do. I um, realised after a while that we used to see each other for dinner uh, sorry, we used to see each other at church and we'd kind of hang out that way and I realised we weren't seeing each other as much as we did. So I said, oh, we should have family night, you know, where once a fortnight on a Saturday night we'd go round to 
the, you know, take turns and we'd go around and have dinner so that the whole family was there. And and that was a thing for ages until we moved to Sydney. We did family night. The kids all loved All the cousins got to see each other. The kids loved it. The, we all loved it. It was fun, you know. Um, and we'd do fun things. We'd just hang out and talk. Mm. Um, and we kind of replaced family with – that we replaced church with just family yeah. and hanging out together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was us. We didn't have any church. Yes. So we didn't – We it was all about just spending time with the different extended family. So on weekends, so it would be, you know, some time with my Omar and Opa, so that's my dad's um, parents. Yep. And then another weekend, another Sunday would be with my mum's um, parents and then, you know, throughout with extended family. Um, so it was mostly about spending time together yes. doing things that, yeah – we liked but my my so I didn't have any of that backbone stuff um and it's interesting because I think people who have come through with that because it's been such an anchor point it can feel really kind of scary to go what do you do then how do you create a family culture Mm -hmm. that's not um based on something like a a religion because it's a lot of it is kind of develops from that place, isn't it? So, mm. um, well, yeah, I've often wondered well, about that. Well, some, yeah. I think a lot of people, their family culture is sport. Yeah, maybe, you know, certainly I think in Australia. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you know. that's true. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so you know, we, we didn't have any of that. Um, although we had sport a lot. Yes. Like, uh, but it wasn't – so my brother played tennis – Definitely a lot of weekends were taken up with that. Um, and my dad was, you know, had his activities. But he's, he was a judo, um, Australian oh, yes, a judo, judo champ, champion. Wasn't he? Yeah, yes. Olympic. Very so, um, but that was quite individualistic. It's not like he was part of it. I mean, he had a team mm. and they would still get together. But is judo boring to watch? Oh, no, God. Oh, serious? it's interesting, is it? Well, yeah, here's these two people. They're throwing each other Throwing around. each other across the room. Ah, like Across the it's room? Pretty, well, not across wow. the room, but across their bodies. Yeah. It's quite impressive. Is it violent? Um, I'd say out of all those kind of martial arts, it's the least. Oh, it's the least I mean, violent. it does a lot of damage. It can, you know, mm. it can do a lot of damage, but mm. it's not violent to watch in the sense that okay like boxing is or yes you know karate where you're getting a kick in the head yeah um i'd like to kick some people in the head sometimes <laughs> but i can't reach well that high. so i suppose <laughs> you know for, for us dad would like i would loved it when he um you know would like i'd say come on dad can you show me a move yeah so he'd do that he'd we so i've got a couple of judo moves under my belt yeah but, um, yeah, he'd, he'd do something and we'd have to try and get him over our shoulder. Yeah, you know, And I'm like five. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah and fun. then he'd do that for fun and then whew, he'd get you right over and you'd mm. fly. Mm. So, um, but yeah, so sport was big, but it wasn't like what people have where you've got a, um, you know, like a soccer team. Like none of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, so we had teams. No following any teams of any kind yeah. in our family. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, we didn't follow teams either. Yes, we but didn't you know like what I mean? A lot of people do. Yes, yeah. a lot of people do. They're all they all love, you know, the Balmain. T- yeah, oh, Balmain geez, Tigers. You can tell. I don't know what I'm talking about because I don't think that's what they're called anymore. But anyway, yeah, like a footy team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't do yeah, that. Yeah, so that might we be part of watch. someone's culture. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we used to watch family members play sport. Yeah, mostly my brother play soccer. Mm. That was a thing we all did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so you guys did that too. 
Yeah, watching my brother play. Yes. Yeah, I suppose. Not to my delight, I can tell you that, though. <laughs> it, was, it was not I didn't fun. mind because I got a meat was, pie. In fact, talk about boring. Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nah. So, um, yeah, so that and then, you know, food was mm. probably a big one, mostly on my dad's side. So, my uh, – because my dad's part Dutch-Indonesian. Yes. That's his dad. So, my Omar would – like on a Sunday afternoon, you'd go to their house and there'd be this massive rice tafel, which is a Dutch-Indonesian um, feast. Yum. And it's got all this, you know, you've got chicken satay with, you know, peanut sauce that's mm. been made over generations, the mm. recipe. And then you've got, you know, beef rendang and all sorts of krupuk, which is like a prawn cracker. And um, so you'd kind of walk into that um, environment and all the uncles would be there and aunts and... And it, the language would be either in Dutch or English and it was all about world affairs. They were always talking about politics, world affairs. So that's my memory of, yes, you know, that yes. sort of sitting around talking and mm. um, I didn't understand the world affairs bit but I remember the energy of it. Yes, and people got fired up. People got fired up and there'd always be – there'd never be anything massive mm. but it was always um, – Everyone was always open to discuss their opinions and mm. about that type of stuff. And yes, that's interesting because we never talked about things like that. We talked about uh, stuff that had happened with people we knew, but not talking about them. Like it wasn't negative talk. It was just like, oh, you know, this happened to so and so, and oh, okay. Uh, we'd talk about our feelings. We'd talk about spirituality. We it's, talk it just about me up how different. Our yeah, I know, are. so different. Yeah, yeah. We never talked about politics. I'm still a bit uninterested in politics. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah. And then in our uh, at the time, my immediate family. So when I was a kid, mm. uh, yeah, we do Sunday drives. So it was always so that was my me and my brother and my mum and dad yep. and often on an afternoon we'd go for a Sunday drive uh, for a few hours, you know, just stopping somewhere and it was all about exploring the area and, yeah, I suppose exploration. Yes. Um, which, at f- you know, wasn't – I do recall my brother and I going, oh, God, we have yeah. to do this again, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was also often about mum and dad just spending time together. Yeah, that's right. You know, holding hands in the front of the seat. And my brother and I did not want to spend time together. Yeah. So it was that sort of – but at the same time, it, it definitely created some sense of connection. Yes, like family code. This is a family activity. Yeah. yeah. And then when we end up moving overseas, that was – maintained itself so Mm. we'd be off doing Sunday drives in totally foreign countries Mm. so when we're in Canada we'd go exploring you know all through Montreal and and Mm. you know going to Toronto or whatever and then you're saying with the states we'd you know we'd go exploring and initially so that was kind of awesome yes because it gave us that sense of and I think for me it gave me that sense of exploration Mm. even though I'm not you know maybe that'll come later the Sunday drives when Lali's older, yeah. I don't know. I get car sick, so I'm not a fan of driving anywhere, really. <laughs> I'll do a Sunday walk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I've got really kind of nice memories yeah, of nice that, memories. of thinking about just, mm. yeah, I do like exploring for mm. sure. Yeah. Yeah, it probably gave you a love of exploring. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So then when you met Roman and I got married – it was – what was, uh, I think, interesting for me is that, you know, uh, Mark's family are Eng- – uh, Mark's English, all his family are English 
And I remember thinking, oh, our cultures will be so similar <laughs> because, you know, we're English speaking, you know, a lot of my extended family are English, you know, this is going to be a breeze. Well, I was stupid and naive, wasn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I think, and what I realise now is that even someone who's in an, who's an Australian, you know, I think I just thought of culture as culture, you know, like, mm. so if I'd married someone who was Italian, yes, like, oh, well, that would be so many differences right. in our culture. But because we're English speaking, where, you know, England and Australia have lots of ties, yeah. oh, it'll be very similar. No. Very different family culture. Yeah. More like what you're describing mm. was your f- origin family's culture. A lot of heated debate around topics of the day and the, the economy and the men were very loud. Mm-hmm. And I came from a family that was largely female. I was not used to – and so I was used to having an equal say. I was used to being heard and Mark's family being mostly men – were very loud and I remember one day they're all talking and I kept trying to say something and in the end I banged my fist on the table and said, I've got something to say. But, oh, I think I've just started my laptop <laughs> with all the banging. And, um, yeah, and I remember just being so cranky that, mm. I, that they wouldn't let me sp- – I couldn't get a word in, that I had to yell to be heard. But that was just – their family culture, mm. you know. I got over myself after a while, <laughs> <laughs> and then after a while, I didn't. I probably didn't want to say anything because what they talked about was boring. <laughs> 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 yeah, wasn't boring it's, to it's them. It's so interesting yeah. that we think culture is just where you come from. Yes, when actually it's there's so much more to it, isn't it? Yeah, and especially since we're also a mixture of different cultures these days. It's not even just about. Yeah. Even if you're English, you're not. You know, you yeah. haven't been born and bred there for. 300 years there's That's always right. going to be mm. other cultures coming in mm. so um yeah and even just I remember when Roman and I got together and there was another couple who had just started getting together and he was uh French and she was Irish and I remember the four of us going out and and, and this was somewhere in Paris and that the discussion came up about politics and it mm. came up about I think whoever the American president was at the time. And those two who didn't even have really a common language, she, her French was not too – like it was okay. Mm. He couldn't speak. His English wasn't great. So they yeah. already had that to deal with. Yeah. Um, and then it turns out they didn't even agree. Like one was completely opposed by the, the current president. Yes. And the other one was completely pro. Oh. And I'm sitting there. I'm looking at Ramon going, wow. Like, yeah. see, and they us, were a couple. Yeah, but they'd only sort of just started. Oh, and they didn't realise this about it. No, each other? exactly. Because oh for Lord. us, we would have known that stuff or it would yes. have had those. And I probably, honestly, I wouldn't be with him if it was so different like too that. Pol- yeah, yeah, too, too polarising. Yeah. Um, same with like if you came from two different religions. I always find True. that so incredibly fascinating. Mm. I just think love is amazing in that way. If it can bring you together mm. with two completely polarising religious belief systems mm. in your family culture. I just think, wow, how do you do that? Yeah, that's full on. Um, so here I am watching this play out and I'm just thinking, wow, how is that even mm. possible? They're still together yeah, to this day. Nice. They've got children. They there live in go. Ireland. They put the relationship first, <laughs> yeah. not their political <laughs> views. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, things like that. Yeah. You know. So what about when you met Roman? What was different about his family? Um, I feel like... It was quite similar 
in the sense that, because we were talking about this the other day, you know, what what did we remember growing up with? And they have similar, they, they're not, um, you know, they would sit around talking. Food is very much a part of the French culture. Yes, so it's all yeah. always about that. Mm. Um, and his dad's a school teacher. His sister's a school teacher. Um, his brother's a psychologist. I don't know. There's a lot of discussion about all of those types of things and I quite value all of that. Yes. Yeah. Um, so so I feel like it's quite similar. Mm. Uh, at the same time, our families couldn't be more opposite. Yeah, right. So maybe not so much the topics of discussion are the same mm. but just the way they – the, the passion that they feel and the fact that they would sit and discuss it, mm. um, you know, that's similar. But yes. otherwise, very different. completely different. And it doesn't have any effect on us because our families have never met, wow. will never meet. Haven't they? Yeah, no. right. No, there was one opportunity mm. about uh, six uh, years ago mm. when his parents came up out to Australia, it lasted a very short period of time. Mm. Um, and that was the one time that I thought they would ah, meet. that they might meet. Yeah, and I really wanted my mum to meet yeah. his mum. Yeah. And it didn't didn't, didn't happen. happen. And I just knew at that point that that was it because I knew my mum, you know, was was dying. Yes. So I just thought, yeah, if that's... If it didn't happen then? To ha- they're never meant to meet. And I just wow. find that incredible in mm. itself. And I just think, yeah, how is that? That mm. we... I don't, it's amazing that we even met and... Mm. Yeah. And then for us, in a way, family culture is very important because we've had to create it very much ourselves. It's not even about blending. I mean, it's yes. blending memories and what do we want to take from our childhood um, for our for our child. Mm. But w- this is it. We're, mm. We are it. Yes. There is no extended yeah, family yeah. culture to kind of draw from. Draw from or mm. So, mm. Um, yeah, that's interesting as well. Yeah, that is interesting. I remember my mum, I think one thing that um, Marks and my families had in common or have in common, family was very important. That value that family is very important, you make time for family, that was the same Mm. basically. Um, But I remember my mum saying something to me, uh, my parents saying something to me when I met Mark and when my sister met her husband and they said to us that when we met our, par- our future partner's family, that there would be things about their family that we liked better than what our family, than how our family did things. There would be things that the other family did that they liked how we did it better and that that was okay. There were going to be things that we liked about each family. I think that's and such that a we would use those healthy, yeah. you know, um, yeah. even just to say that to yeah. your children. that's right. And that we would use those, we would merge those things together to create our own family, which is really what we did. Mm. Um, you take bits from both sides, the bits you both like best, mm. and you you use it to create your new family yeah. together. Yeah. And I know it was it was actually a really lovely thing for mum and dad to say too, because I think sometimes too there can be a little bit of competition between whose family's oh, the absolutely. best, whose family's better, whose family's the best. Um, and that kind of took some of that away. It was like they, mum and dad opened the door to us being able to see the best in each family and incorporating that into our own family, yeah. how we wanted to. Yeah. It was actually a really lovely way to do it. Mm. Yeah. My parents are very clever. Yeah, I just mm. feel like they're really on it with that stuff. Yes, Like they I are. don't feel like that would be a normal 
thing to even say. I've never heard anybody else say no, that. Yeah, to, to no. There's no sort of awareness. Like I don't remember that ever there being that sense of awareness in my family discussed, um, you know, from my mm. parents. Mm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it's, it's – I like the idea of – shaping your family culture or being being aware of family culture and then shaping it to yes to consciously what works with you consciously consciously shaping instead of it. kind of fumbling yeah. through mm. as as so many of us have yes and, and it also came from that place of just yeah you know you have your kids you get married you have your kids Yes, and you're kind of on this remote – sorry, you're in like remote control or something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're in kind of a reactive place rather than a proactive place. But I I remember having discussions with Mark about, you know, okay, we get to Easter. Okay, well, how do you do Easter? We do Easter like this. Okay, we do Easter like this. So we would combine those elements into something that suited both of us, you know. I remember talking about it. and. When you have children, it does add another layer of complexity. Mm. Um, like I know Mark was very much. We never had Santa Claus, as I told you in the Christmas, as I mentioned in the Christmas one. You know, we weren't we weren't brought up with Santa Claus, but that was a big part of Mark's Christmas. So we did kind of do that a little bit with the boys, because um, that was a special memory for Mark. I didn't give a stuff about it, but he liked it. Um, and so that's what you do. Mm. You you take the bits that are meaningful to both of you and create it with your children. Yeah. And try and do it as calmly and as possible. W- that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's the challenge. Yeah, I mean, I think the challenge would be if you have one partner who is just adamant that yes. it needs to be done the way it's always been done. Mm. Uh, and yes, then you've you got to have, have flexibility. To, yeah. Yes, you've yeah. got to have flexibility. And that thing of, okay, this really means something to my partner. Mm. I'm going to have to... I don't care about it, but let's incorporate it because it's meaningful for them. It was mm. special for them. Um, and it is very difficult. Like a big part of Mark's uh, family upbringing was sailing. They all had boats. They all sailed. They'd go away for the weekend sailing. They'd be part of the local yacht club, blah, blah, blah. Um, it was a big – and he very much wanted that to be a part of our family and I hated it. <laughs> I kind of did it occasionally, but – I thought it was boring. Mm. Plus, I got seasick, seasick, car sick. You know, mm. I got it all going on. Mm. Um, so we did have a boat. We did kind of go on it a little bit, but not as much as Mark wanted. Mm. And that was an area we always struggled. Yeah, we struggled in that area because he really wanted to do it, and he wanted the boys to go. The boys didn't. They were okay about going occasionally, but they didn't love it. It, it was difficult. Yeah. So we struggled with that okay. bit. But other bits were seamless. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it must be the way for, I'm sure that's the case for most families. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think, like, I've noticed too, in thinking about this, what what is it now for us? Mm. Um, and I've understood that a lot of what's underneath what we do is art and music. That's kind yes. of like a foundation for us, and not music That's as nice. in yeah. So not music as in, um, uh, you know, we're all you know sitting around the campfire. <laughs> yeah, see, that's us. That's you. Yeah, yeah that's, that's us. us. Yeah, we're more like you know listening to music. Like Lali loves listening. We've got some s- lovely speakers at home now, so she you know we'll put some music on on a Sunday, mm. and we all and that's a memory from my childhood too. That was mm. music was very much listening and. Um, enjoying music was very much a part of right of our um and i've got that memory with my mum a lot 
like her and I would often like the s- similar singers and we'd talk about, you know, their new albums and we'd ah, buy okay. each other one and yeah, yeah. listen to it. So, um, yeah, music and art, I just find that such a mm. – so, again, it will not necessarily be about um, – well, it will be going to, to enjoy art, mm. but it's more uh, a combination of that and then doing different types of art. Yes. Um, so, that's become our kind of core – and Roman obviously plays guitar, he so plays that's guitar. very much a you know mm. every weekend he will do that. Mm. That's one of his grounding mm. things. Um, I was just playing the piano this morning, same thing. Mm. You know, I really like having it. Is as she going to have grounding. piano lessons? Is Lily going to have piano I'm lessons? I'm just letting her discover what she. Okay. It's all there yeah. for her. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. not. I'm not going to. You won't. She doesn't it. have the same drive that I had like I started playing when I was three yes she hasn't had that but she very much enjoys music Mm. and she's natural at different instruments but Mm. yeah Mm. um yeah so that's Mm. I wonder if that's like with other people if there's like you said sport yes sport's a big one the big one yeah and that was a big one for us too the boys always played soccer um you know all through primary school and so, yeah, Saturday morning you'd get up, you'd get dressed, you'd go and you'd stand on the sideline with all the other I parents. I not think of anything worse. Oh, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, it was we, super we, fun. We've actually talked about, oh, if she wants to do cricket, we're both going to just... Oh, <laughs> cricket's boring as <laughs> anything. Sorry to boring. all the cricket lovers out there, but oh, my kids did cricket for one season. Yeah. It's like, we're not doing that again. <laughs> I'll, I'll, you know, I just can't cope. But soccer... Mm. I was right onto the soccer. Right. That was fun. Yeah. You know, but I'm a bit of a yeller. I stand yeah, on the sideline yelling, you know. Yeah. But you're not allowed to do that anymore. I didn't realise. I Did went you get to my, in trouble? I got in trouble. I went to my nephew's soccer game. There's like a seven-year gap. And I was like, tackle him, get him. And That's my hilarious. sister had to come over and say, you're not allowed to do that <laughs> anymore. Tone it down. I was like, oh, sis. I had no idea. I'm so, And all the parents and the kids were looking at me because yeah. I think I sounded rude. Yeah. But I was just supporting my nephew's team. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I learnt now. Yeah. Anyway, that's got nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Is there anything else we want to say about family um, culture? Uh, yeah, there was that. I wanted to, because it, it's not just about the culture of the, uh, you know, the physical things. But mm. we were sort of also talking about what what you felt or what were the things that made you kind of feel part of a family culture. Mm. And one of the things for me, which I was telling you about, was feeling this sense of protection because I come from like my dad is one of five boys and all of them are very you know my dad was a judo champion my uncle was a professional boxer like there's a lot of testosterone shall we say Mm. Um, and they were pretty I mean I'm not going to go into detail Mm. (laughs) yeah of 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 everything but they were very uh what's the word I'm looking for Shona strong 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 and, um, yeah, so I just always remember feeling quite protected in the yeah. sense of if someone, if someone, especially with other boys or men, I just remember thinking, you don't know, cross don't, me. Yeah, don't mess with me. You don't know who you're messing with because yes. I felt this sense that I had these N- yeah, strong these men, men. <laughs> just, you know, yeah. behind me. That's hilarious. Even energetically. Yeah. I just thought I can get my uncles onto them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I did, so I felt as a as a female in one way, in one way it was disempowering because mm. they were very dominating. Mm. But in the in another, on the flip side, it mm. was empowering because I did feel this sense of you can't mess with me. Mm. And I feel like I sort of went through a little bit with that probably bravado in yes, myself of going, 
Mm. Even though I would never have done it, there mm. was just this knowing that if I needed it, yes, you could. It was I could call my uncle. You could get them beat up, <laughs> <laughs> which is always a nice thing to know. See, I didn't have anything like that. Yeah. I didn't have anyone. I just had to that was make sure I was likable. <laughs> oh wow! Mm. Yeah, I had to make sure I was likable. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, right? That's how I protected myself. Right. But I do like people anyway and I'm quite extroverted so yeah. it kind of came easily to right. me. Whereas my sister was, she was more of a thug, you know. She <laughs> was would, she your you know, thug? Yeah, I'll she get my was sister on It's you. true. She was my thug. <laughs> Having said that, I remember once I, you know, helped her as well. She oh, came nice. running crying in the playground when yeah. we were in primary. Sanzo's beating me up or whatever mm. and I went and protected her. Nice. It was funny. I couldn't protect myself but if my sister or my brother needed to protection you I was right, right there. there yeah yeah it's like I had to I squashed I was able to squash all my fear because <laughs> it was like I'm the eldest yeah. I have to step up mm. here yeah I know it's weird but and I, I couldn't do it for myself for a long time yeah I and know. I think it's isn't that I feel like that takes shape doesn't it it mm. shapes you and it, it shapes does. how you go into the world and absolutely and yeah I wonder how that affects us as we go through and get out of the um original family culture and, and create yeah. our own. Yeah, I think um, the probably the other thing I'd like to say is that it's very important, I think. It's easy to get into this space of my partner's family are idiots and there's nothing from them that I want to take. I think a lot of us feel like that, especially <laughs> if you have falling out with your mother-in-law or whatever. Yes. You know, it can well, be... That, a, that's probably another great... Um, yes, true. It's all up from When you've had a falling out with your mother-in-law. Yes, or your partner's family. Or, yeah, your partner's yeah, yeah. family. Oh, I've got lots on that one, yeah. actually. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. Um, I actually got on quite well with my mother-in-law, so we had our moments, but, you know, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Again, that's a whole other topic. But, um, yeah, it's about... I remember... Uh, Sometimes I was good at it, not all the time, trying to think what was good about Mark's family. Because it can be very confronting. What I've often found is that your partner's family can trigger you and push your buttons. Mm. And I know why. I would look at Mark, there'd be things about Mark that would annoy me and I would see those traits in his parents. Mm. And then you get the poops with his parents because you're like, he's like that because you guys were like that and now I've got to live with this you know and mm. so you feel yourself getting cranky and upset about certain character traits yes but that's why we're probably with these people in the first place is that's to right. teach us it needs healing know, yeah it needs healing and growth yeah. as frustrating as it is that's right yes in the end that's what it's all about <laughs> that's right that's what it's all about yeah. it's what it's always all about mm-hmm. isn't it growth yeah yeah healing I know I'm fully on board with that, but sometimes it's very tiring. When you're in it, it's, yeah. It's crap. Yeah, it's not fun. No, but you know you've got to keep going mm. and you've got to just keep going and you'll come out the other end and then you'll feel like well, a miraculous yeah, yes angel. No. Yes, yes and no, because if you're going through something with someone that's not, you know. Oh, well, ending might be your lead. <laughs> that's right. Yes, that's right. Then yeah. endings can look all yeah. different, yeah, yeah, in all sorts well, of ways. That's, that's also a bit why I was bringing up the setting boundaries um, and the comfort zone. Mm earlier to bring oh, it back to the beginning full circle. because that's very much uh, a part of it as well mm. and and setting boundaries within the family culture like what's your comfort zone what's your boundaries yes, and what true. are you willing to adapt and what are you not willing to adapt yes that's right um yeah and, and moving on from there it's nice tie-in thank you nice tie-in let's <laughs> leave it there yes okay see you next time <laughs> everybody thank you 
Thanks so much for joining us today. You can find us on Instagram at Pia Jane Bykirk and Shona Smith Presents. We'd love to hear from you. See you next time.